ESPN1420.com. Joining me now, the uh, VP of Intercollegiate Athletics at UL. Is it all right if I still call you a director of athletics, Dr. Brian Maggard? Is that okay, or should I should I just get used to this new title? It's okay. I've been called I've been called much worse. So, director of athletics is absolutely fine. Okay. Well, I don't know that any of those things are bad. I guess. Well, I guess it would depend on the mood of the fan base in the moment. But I, I think for the most part, that's a good thing. That's fine. No, it's all good. All right. Important question. Uh, what's your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time? Oh my gosh, I couldn't tell you. I don't even know any by name. I don't think so. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So off to a bad start. Failed the first question there, Doctor Maggard. Uh, Sorry. Sorry, it's a, it, it, it's good, man. Look, I appreciate you joining me this morning. A lot's been going on. Um, contractually, there there are various questions that I know some folks have that that I want to get into. But before that, I was um, I was out of town last week, um, but I know it was, you know, there's a big thing. Uh, for Cajun Athletics last week, the uh, the Our Lady of Lords investment, Cajun Field at Our Lady of Lords Stadium, the largest gift in in UL history, uh, fifteen million dollars for the renovation of Cajun Field. How did that deal come together, and what specifically was your role in that deal? Sure. So as I stated at the press conference, you know, roughly three years ago, you know, the the concept really originated when. Uh, our deputy AD, Nico Yanko, and, and uh, a staff member at uh, Lords, Duke Walker, started having a conversation about how do we continue to grow the relationship, you know, between the two organizations, because there is a long history between us, dating back to the, you know, the 1980s. Uh, so Our Lady of Lords has supported UL Athletics for a long, long time, and so that conversation really started a few years ago, and, you know, we've kept it on the back burner, if you would, and uh, as we started to really get serious about raising monies for this stadium renovation, you know, we started talking about that again and, and just gauging their interest and them, you know, continuing to gauge ours about how do we further this partnership. And so, um, you know, the, the date slips me or the month slips me, but, you know, not too long ago, uh, I was able to sit down with uh, the leadership of the FMOL system, which is over in Baton Rouge, but they were here in Lafayette, and we just started to have dialogue about that, and and we, you know, we made the pitch, and they were very interested in doing that, and here we are today with a fifteen million dollar gift, the largest in athletics program history, and we're extremely excited and grateful for that lead gift, which is going to absolutely allow us to get this stadium going. Dr. Maggot, our guest, ESPN 1420. Um, <clears throat> when it comes to negotiations, how much, uh, when, when, you, when there's a, a, let's say, an extension for a coach or a raise for a coach, how much do you speak to the coach, or is that, is that done strictly th- with, with an agent? You know, with myself and Coach Napier, we talk a lot, you know, directly. Um, we and be different for you know different ad coach tandems but uh in our situation you know coach and i do talk a lot in those uh situations but i also do deal with his representation and and they're great people um but uh no we do talk a lot we probably i would say you know we kind of get the high level uh 
concept together, you know. But uh, and then we start drilling in details with with his representation, and that's that's myself doing that with them. And um, but again, we got great people to work with, and uh, that's kind of how it starts. But you mentioned when it's when it's Coach Napier and you, you guys talk, and then it kind of it's the agent after that. But is that is that more just kind of the relationship with you and he? Like, is that is that just in terms of football, or is that the case with coaches as well? Is that that question makes. Oh, sense. that'd be the case. Yeah, that'd be the case with everybody. I mean, I, you know, I understand uh, coaches have representation, and I respect that greatly. It's it's probably necessary in, in most, if not all, cases. But I guess my philosophy, and my our coaches know this, is that I am going to deal with them directly. Uh, for the most part, but certainly, uh, if and when it's appropriate to get the representation involved, I'm I'm very open to doing that. Uh, I do have good relationships with all of those individuals, and so it's not a it's not a problem whatsoever to do that. Uh, widely report widely reported a few reports that Coach Napier um, getting a two million dollar um, annual salary base salary of four hundred thousand one point six mil from the RCAF. Um, what I think stood out to many in that deal, uh, Dr. Magan, in reading about it, was the buyout tie-in uh, direct, directed to you. That fees, you know, if he wants out of his contract in 2022 or 2023, um, you're looking at, I think, a $2 million buyout, but that's cut in half if, if you're no longer at the school. Is that something that he requests? I'm, I'm guessing that's something he requested to have in there. Now, I don't... I don't. I didn't go and sift through every single head coach's contract, but that does feel somewhat uncommon. Um, how did that come about? In in on a personal note, how does it how does it make you feel? Well, uh, you know that was a concept that uh, that coaches uh, team, if you will, uh, inquired about, and that's what they wanted to pursue pretty hard. And you know, I just think it it speaks well for. Our relationship, I think it speaks well for the, the trust that the both of us have, you know, with each other. And but also, I think it, uh, it it speaks a little bit to the, you know, we both want to be committed here. And you know, I think anything we can do to, to help with that, to help one another with that, and to help the institution with that, you know, we we, we want that to stay together. And uh, so, you know, it's um, I don't know if it's terribly uncommon like you i haven't perused a lot of uh contracts in in that regard but um that was something that that his representation and, and coach asked for and and we were certainly willing to accommodate it vice president of energy collegiate athletics also known as director of athletics dr brian maggard from ul our guest right now um one report is that he has a two and a half million dollar uh at his disposal for the 10 assistant coaches and a pool of 225000 for some quality control assistant coaches. Um, I think another report was that the budget for assistant coaches and staff is at 3.77 mil. Can you confirm which, 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 what the number is for the assistant coaches pool? Uh, for the assistant coaches, uh, the 10 assistants, uh, it's 2.5. So we did increase that by 500000 Dollars and then to your point, there's there were some ancillary um, negotiations associated with support staff and quality control positions, some strength and conditioning positions, and things of that nature. But it, but it all just comes down to Scott is you know I think if if you would recall back in January February you know I continued to talk then that uh, 
that we will continue to invest in this program. And, um, you know, this has been the culmination of that, and that's it's what we're doing. But we've got a very good thing going here. We know that. And it's not just about athletics. It's not just about football. It's We, we believe that the success of this program, you know, can and has been elevating the profile of the entire institution. And that's something that we, we take very seriously and, and a lot of pride in because we know that a successful athletics program, particularly a successful football program, can be a great benefit to this university. And yeah. when this university is pumping on all cylinders, you know, the community and the region benefit as well. Well, September 4th, um, Network TV, UL Texas in football. I, uh, I'm looking forward to that, Coach. And I know a lot of folks are looking forward to the season. You know, historically best, ranked 15th in the final polls. You mentioned the success of football and um, the investment that, that, that you guys have continued to put into athletics I, I i'll always encourage fans to return that investment uh especially especially when when the, when the school is winning and the team is doing great things and unprecedented things sure H- how are how are season tickets right now for football uh, they're, they're okay i mean july june july you know people aren't in a big rush they've got a lot of plans going on they're you know they're getting out to summer vacations and things of that nature but you're, you're going to see us push really hard uh, season ticket sales all throughout the summer. We're going to be much more aggressive than we've been in the past in terms of outward sales as opposed to sending out renewals and, and, and just kind of waiting for people to respond. We've also uh, implemented a corporate season ticket challenge where we're trying to get all businesses and industry in Acadiana to participate in that so they can buy different tier levels of tickets and at a very reduced price to support the program and use those for their their employees, their clients, whatever the case might be. And so you'll see that all ramp up. It's going on right now, but we have a goal. You know, we want to sell 5,000 of those corporate season challenge tickets, and that's something we need to hit, and I'd like to go beyond that. But uh, to your point, Scott, it, it is. It's time for, you know, Acadiana to support this level at the, you know, at the top 25 level. Yeah, top yeah. 25 football team, we need people to show them. Yeah, no doubt. It, it, no excuses. Um, step it up. Season tickets. Um, support the team, the program, and, and they're out there doing things that hadn't been done before. Um, you're, you're, you've, you know, you recently reportedly received a raise. Being that you started here in, I guess, 2017, it feels like it's gone by so fast. In a lot of ways, it feels like 10 years ago. In a lot of ways, it feels like yesterday. I remember meeting you your first day here, but... Yeah. Um, whenever, you know, put it in the work you have, whenever you're able to, to, um, to get a raise just on a personal note, I know you, you probably don't like talking about it, but just in terms of that confidence from president Savoy, how, how does it feel on a personal note? Well, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm very humbled to be honest with you. I'm humbled. I'm honored. It's, you know, I'm blessed to have this job. Um, you know, we've got, I feel like we've made some good progress, you know, over the past four and a half years, but we got so much more to do, Scott. I, I still, still would tell people the sky is the limit for UL athletics. Um, I think our question really is how big do we want to be, uh, because we can accomplish some amazing things with what we're doing. It starts at the top with Dr. Sabois, his support, his commitment, and um, I'm just, I'm just feel extremely blessed that, you know, we're we're able to continue to move on. How do you feel about the current state of the Sun Belt Conference? 
I feel really good, to be honest with you, very good about it. Um, I think you're seeing all all the members elevate their um, their competitiveness and their investment, you know, in in sports. I think it's a situation where, you know, based on where we're all regionally located, there's great talent. You know, every one of those programs, we all have great athletes on our squads, and I think you know you're seeing you know, our movement. The continuation of App State, uh, you have uh, Georgia Southern, tr- you know Troy, all the Arkansas State. They're they're coming back. I promise you. you know, Butch Jones is going to do a great job there from a football standpoint. So I feel very good about it. I think uh, we got great leadership in Keith Gill. I am a I'm a big fan of Keith, and uh, we're uh, you know going to be working uh, diligently as a as a conference to hone in on you know this potential CFP expansion because we absolutely feel like our champion you know should vie easily for one of those 12 spots dr brian maggard our guest i'm scott prather at tspn 1420 and.com um yesterday some extensions for other coaches at ul i know that all that stuff was pending approval yesterday i'm guessing all that went smoothly there weren't any hiccups were there uh, that's correct. Okay. No hiccups. I mean that it, it, there never is, but you know there always there's always that disclaimer pending approval, and I, I can't that's remember right. a time when it wasn't. But uh, I guess technically, yeah. I just I had to ask. So when it, when it came to that, I know with 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 Broadhead, uh, it, there was one year automatic extension, and then an agreed upon another, so two year extension um, for Marlin, an extension, and I I think that makes sense in the world of college basketball. You don't want to have a guy coaching and. The, the, the final year uh, of a deal. Uh, Glasgow had one automatically renewed. For Deggs and for Matt Deggs, baseball coach in Lance Key, uh, women's soccer coach, they had a number of years left on the deal. So what, what went into um, that decision to extend those two guys by a year right now? Well, for me, it's just, you know, I, I look at their total body of work and, and the direction they have their programs going into, and we have unbelievable leadership when it comes to Lance Key and Matt Deggs. And, you know, I and we personally believe that those programs are absolutely heading in the right direction. You know, we've got the right leaders running those programs, and I feel the future is very bright for all five of those programs, and thus the, thus the extension. So I'm very excited, you know, about the overall future of UL athletics. And we also got uh, Coach Christy Gray's contract finalized yesterday and approved. And, and, you know, I just, you know, publicly I'm very appreciative of our system board. Um, You know, it's a body of leaders who I think truly understand the value of athletics across the board. Uh, They absolutely are great higher education leaders. And, but obviously this doesn't happen without their support. And so starting with, President Jim Henderson and the entire board. You know, I'm very grateful for all of it. Dr. Maggard, our guest. Dr. Maggard, it's it's been noted and and you've um, confirmed that Boise there's there's been some interest from other places, but you've remained here. Um, what is it about this? What is it about this community and the university at UL and that department that? Uh, you and, and, and your wife, Carrie, why y'all are committed and, and have really just, I guess, even if someone else has come calling, it's kind of like, we're good. Yeah. You know, I, I think you, you said it without saying it. I think it's, it starts with the people, you know, this community, the people in this community, the culture of Southern Louisiana. Uh, but it's also, you know, it's, it's everyone I work with, right? Uh, I have 
an unbelievable boss in President Savoy. And I've always said this, you know, an athletics director is only as good as his or her president. And, you know, any success I have is a direct result of Dr. Savoy's support and leadership. Uh, secondly, I, I'm a firm believer in the potential we have here. And I'm telling you, we just started to scratch the surface on what we can accomplish here. You know, when you think about it, Scott, we're going into this season, you know, we're going to be the second highest ranked group of five team in America behind only Cincinnati. And, you know, four years ago when we took over here, we weren't, we weren't in that conversation. And now we are in the national landscape conversation when it comes to our football program. We've had that notoriety in other sports at UL for a long time. But so, you know, Carrie and I both, we just, we love the community. We love where we're at, but, uh, I would tell you, I wake up every morning excited about the potential that is still to come here. ESPN 1420, uh, Dr. Maggard, our guest right now. The um, name image likeness discussion, uh, Dr. Maggard, Supreme Court, I, I, I took that ruling earlier this week, basically as them kind of giving a stern warning to the NCAA, you know, make sure student athletes are, are, are getting their fair share. I know that's a very simplistic way, and I know there are a lot of layers to it, but this is something we've discussed in the past. This is something you followed closely. How did you feel about the um, the 9-0 Supreme Court ruling in the NCAA versus Alston case, and and what might name, image, likeness things, what might that look like at UL, say, one year from now? Yeah. So first of all, I don't think too many of us are surprised, you know, with the Alston case ruling. Um, you know, I, I think as the climate uh, is is evolving in college athletics, uh, you're going to see a lot more. Uh, effort put into student-athlete welfare, student-athlete rights, and so I think this is, you know, was another step in that direction. Um, it's going to get interesting. I, I do think so. I think it's, uh, you know, with the Alston case, I think industry-wide, we're still all trying to get our hands around that. Uh, we'll be having discussions at the conference level to see, you know, how we want to manage that, whether it be as a conference or as individual institutions. And so there's a lot more to come on that. I think with NIL, Scott, you know, that's uh, something that you know, we've already started our programming uh, through what we call the Go Lead initiative. And in essence, we are going to make sure that we help our student athletes uh, build their personal brands. Uh, they're going to find opportunities to, to benefit from their name, image, and likeness. And that's just going to be something you're going to see across the country. It's going to happen. And uh, I think it's a good opportunity, you know, for our young men and young women to to be compensated, you know, in a manner that's appropriate. And so uh, it'll be interesting. But a year from now, I think it will look different. You know, it's going to be something that evolves. Uh, we'll all, you know, get better year in and year out in that space. But, uh, you know, you kind of got to get your foot in the water and get wet, and then uh, we'll see how fast the current starts going once we get in. Talking about a year from now, I want to take a, a look at a year uh, ago. Uh, when we chatted last summer, things were very different. Um, you know, kind of a few months into the pandemic and lots of questions that you didn't have the answer to. Just kind of, look, we're all in the same boat. And we, you were talking about college sports and particularly the G5 level. And when it comes to budgets and dealing with this, where, where is, how is the budget doing now uh, coming off of the, the, the COVID pandemic and 
Looking back at the last year, the the follow-up question in that is what was or is, maybe it still is ongoing, the biggest challenge? What turned out to be the biggest challenge in that that regard? Well, I think it was just the entire, uh, the monitoring of and, and the implementation of all the necessary policies and procedures you had to have in place for student athlete and coach safety, right? And, and so much credit, particularly here, but I think across the country, needs to go to our, our health care providers, our sports medicine staffs, our team physicians, uh, all those individuals. You know, I think they had an immense load put on them. You know, in that regard, I mean, the amount of testing we had to do week in and week out, and the monitoring of that testing, and and you know all the uh, the, the certifications you had to submit before you could compete, um, it, it was just a, a huge task. Um, in addition to that, you know, I think it's just again you had to look for efficiencies, you know, from a financial standpoint because you knew the revenue was not going to be there with the uh, capacity limitations, and so. Um, I think overall, I'm very, very pleased with how our department handled it. Uh, I think our university leadership did a tremendous job in both providing guidance and giving support to all students involved, but certainly to the student-athlete population. And uh, we're just glad to get past it. You know, we really are. We're very much looking forward to having full capacity. And we just got to get people to come out, support us, have a good time, uh, particularly this fall, because we're going to have three really good sports competing come September, and that's football, volleyball, and soccer. ESPN 1420.com. Dr. Maggard has been our guest. Well, I, uh, I opened up with a music question. Let me close with one, and we appreciate you taking the time. <laughs> when, you, when you just need to kind of get your mind off of anything, work, stress, whatever it might be, what are you, what are you listening to? You know, I... If you were to like look at any playlist I have, it's it's really pretty across the board. Um, but what I find myself of late been doing, you know, when I just kind of need to veg out, if you will, at home, <laughs> I'll sit on the couch. You know, we have we subscribe to YouTube. Uh, excuse me, yeah, YouTube TV, and so I just go to regular YouTube and put music on and sit there and just kind of relax. But it'll run the gamut, Scott. It's hard for me to say. I, you know, enjoy the. I'm a, I'm a product of the '80s. I still like '80s music. I like uh, classic rock. I like country, more of the older stuff on the countryside. And uh, but but listen, you can walk into my office just about every morning, and you'll hear hear some smooth jazz playing. So well, I, I love I, like I love all. I love the '80s. Love it. And yeah, um, yeah if, you, if you like some jazz and instrumentation, the Beastie Boys actually, when they were still mm-hmm. together in o, in 07, they released an album <laughs> that is no no music. It's just it's just jazz and funk. It's just them on instruments. So I don't know. It might be something you like. Well, there you check go. Check it out. You know, I might if, have to, if, if that's I might what have you to roll, check that out. And, and, yeah, that's what you roll with in the office. Someone would walk <laughs> in and have no idea who it was, but you know, you could just be like, all right, I, I got to give Scott Prather credit. How about the Beastie Boys. Here we go. All right. Hey, I mean, check. It's it's a good album. It's a good album. If you just want to relax, it's not the it's not the rap okay. or the rock. It's it's just straight instruments, music, nothing else. And uh, I think I, if that's the kind of stuff you like, and I love '80s music too, by the way. But uh, if that's the kind of stuff yeah. you like, maybe that's one. Maybe that's one you could check out. It's called the Mix Up. Is the name of that album. The mix-up. Got it. From 2007. Got it. All right, Thank man. You. Hey, look, thanks for answering our questions, Dr. I appreciate you coming on and uh, 
Always appreciate the transparency. I know it's a busy time. We'll talk to you again sometime this summer, definitely before uh, football season kicks yeah. off. I'll probably see you at, at, at Sunbelt Conference Media Days here in a couple of weeks. But um, season tickets, okay. guys, hey, you've got the yeah. uh, the second-highest-ranked G5 school in the country right here in your backyard. You've got one of the biggest names in college football as your head coach in Billy Napier. This is not my opinion. These are facts, and, um, and, and you need to get out and – I'm looking forward to football season and I'm looking forward to this community getting behind it, man. It's going to be a lot of fun this year. Well said. Appreciate that, Scott. All right. All the best, Dr. Maggot. Thanks so much. Likewise. Have a good weekend. All righty.